Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, how are you? Today, we are going to jump on into things because it's kind of been a boring weekend for me. There's not really much going on. It's just been packed full of chores and just nothing. So that's why we're just going to jump into things because I have nothing to say. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so we are going to go over a new exercise that I want you to consider going through today. This is called an emotion audit. So I know that there are many of you out there who have been listening for a while and you're starting to, as you've been listening and kind of doing this work with me, you're beginning to notice your brain more and more. Maybe when you found this podcast, you thought that you were stuck in life. You thought that your circumstances sucked and therefore you're stuck making the best out of a sucky situation, but you're starting to see a little bit more clear. You're starting to almost like see above that. From listening, you're learning that your thoughts create the energy that your action comes from. These are called your TFA cycles. These are your thought, feeling, action cycles that run, whether it be consciously or unconsciously, but regardless of whether you hear them or not, your brain goes through about 60,000 of these cycles every single day. You also are now knowing that your thoughts come from your brain That is just simply trying to make sense of circumstances. That's it. Your thoughts are your brain's attempt to understand the reality around it. You know that your thoughts are 100% optional, every single one of them. And that through choosing your thoughts on purpose, you get to begin to think consciously and intentionally. You know that your energy... The energy that you create that is the thing driving your action is the magic between you and consistent change. And then finally, you know that from consistent action comes achievable and predictable results. So I would hope that many of you, even if just passively you've been listening to these podcasts week to week, I hope that you're likely beginning to hear more and more of your thoughts consciously. You're noticing the energy that they create. You're noticing the energy that you feel throughout the day. And maybe you're at a point where you've been even dabbling maybe in some brain dumps. And maybe you've been trying to kind of get more and more of those thoughts out of your brain and onto paper. Or, you know, just like the episode where we talked about brain dumps, where it's like you're cleaning out a drawer, you're cleaning out a closet, you're just trying to pull everything out of your brain so that you can make sense of what's there. But now 
I imagine if you are just starting this work, you're kind of freaking out a little bit because there's just so many freaking thoughts running in the background. And many of you that especially struggle with anxiety, there is a hell of a lot of thoughts in there that it's kind of even scary to dig into a brain dump because you're like, gosh, I don't even want to expose what's under there. But the more thoughts you notice, the more just keep coming. And then thought after thought after thought, they all just seem to spin you into more and more negative emotion. It's like you're just chasing these endless rabbit holes in life that you don't really want to be a part of. So if you are in the place where hearing your thoughts hasn't really been super fun, this tool, this exercise that we're going to be going through today, this is for you. Because maybe you are the person whose brain hasn't been very nice to you over the years. And the last thing that you want to do is play around in all of the thoughts that have created what is your current life. So I get it. But I want you to keep pushing forward with me. And this is, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do for your next step. So this exercise is called an emotion audit. So this, this tool, it works both as an assessment tool and I think more importantly for you, it's going to be a very directional tool. An emotion audit is going to help you to identify the energy that you currently operate from. And then you're going to use this to compare and almost guide your steps into the energy that you want to be operating from. It is a super simple but a super eye-opening and self-supportive exercise when used correctly. So I want you just to start. And you're just going to start by observing your day from a 30,000-foot perspective. Then I want you to, you're just noticing what are the three primary emotions that you operate from. Your emotions, remember, these are, this is the energy that you feel, the energy that you create as you go throughout your day. What energy do you operate from? Is this energy serving you? Is this energy fueling you or is it further depleting you if you actually inspect it? And I really want you to take a second right now, reflect, maybe even pause this episode. And I want you to reflect and try to find those three main energies, emotions that you operate from on a day-to-day basis. When I do this exercise with my clients, I tend to get similar, similar results when we first start. And the reason for this is, of course, because without consciously thinking, you are primarily operating from your primal brain, which is meaning that you operate from these subconsciously generated thoughts and feelings. Emotions from the primal brain, they usually feel like defeat and pity and anger, overwhelm, frustration, resentment, busyness, unhappiness, anxiety, cynicism, outrage. Do any of these emotions feel familiar to you? Are any of these emotions the ones that you tap into on a typical and day-to-day basis? When you're operating from your primal brain, you are naturally going to be stuck in the space of reacting and surviving. When you are just surviving your life, you are a victim to it. You're not the driver. You are just stuck on this road 
that's getting progressively and progressively more and more negative and hopeless and pointless. And I don't know about you, but diesel just hit like 6.15 a gallon. So I don't need any more negative in my life than there needs to be, right? Are you with me there? So I want you to just notice these emotions that you primarily operate from. I want you to just spend some time with them. And I think most importantly is I need you to notice the thoughts that you think are creating this experience for you because you are a person who knows that your thoughts create your feelings. Circumstances, people, your job, your family, nothing around you creates your feelings except for you. You are the author of your story. And check it out. If your story is this anger-filled, constantly overwhelmed, daily pity party, guess who's responsible for that? It's not your mom. It's not your circumstances. It's not your husband. It's not your kids. It's you and 100% only you. And I need you to notice this fact. Not in this negative, self-defeating, like, shameful type of way, but more so in a powerful and eye-opening way that you are the author of your story and you get to decide which thoughts you choose to think on purpose and which emotions you choose to generate on purpose. Step one in this adventure is just beginning to notice and own the simple fact That for your entire freaking life, you weren't aware (laughs) that you were the one doing this to yourself. Not a single one of you wants to be operating from the emotions of anger and frustration and resentment and anxiety and outrage, cynicism. I have yet to meet a person that's like, yeah, I want to be a cynical asshole every single day of my life. But here we are in a world filled with people operating from these useless and draining emotions that ultimately they cause each of us to implode with inflammation and chronic disease in this this unfortunate powerless human experience so today doing a simple emotion audit of your day-to-day energy it's going to be a very powerful opportunity to number one just to see where you're at View it from that objective space out of curiosity, true curiosity. Where am I at? What do I operate from? And then from there, you get to decide where you want to go. You get to depict this island, this island of emotion, and you're like, yes, that's who I want to be. That's the energy that I want to operate from. And that's where it brings us to step two of this energy audit. That's where you get to intentionally choose the emotions that you primarily operate from. And I want you to imagine it like an outfit. Okay, so right now, you have on, maybe you've had on for the last 20 years, (laughs) you have had on this outfit of overwhelm and defeat and frustration. And unfortunately for you, this outfit, it still fits really well. (laughs) Well, but... At this point, you're kind of, you've been wearing this damn outfit for 30 years and you're just tired of it. You're tired of being depleted. You're tired of living this human experience of misery and defeat. You need something that's a little bit more age appropriate. 
a little bit more fitting for the person that you are trying to grow into. So then with each of these emotions that you choose, I want you to then, of course, always make sure to inspect and like the reasons for why you chose them. Because chances are, I just want to throw this out there, when you start this exercise, you are probably going to fall into the trap that 100% of my clients fall into. And that is, I just want to feel peace and joy and and happiness, right? That's where I want to feel on a day-to-day basis. Your brain, it's like, well, if I had to choose, I would choose for my life not to be hard anymore. Peace, happiness, and joy. Perfect. And you say this like practically dreaming of the world that's filled with rainbows and daisies. But friends, we know that this is all bullshit. And I would argue that this is not what you want either. You don't want a life filled with peace and happiness and joy. Why? Because those emotions, they don't leave room for your humanity. You're still a human. And you're still a human living this human experience here on this earth. This is not heaven where maybe there will be rainbows and daisies everywhere and it will be just joy and peace and and happiness every single day. But this is earth and this is where we get to feel our feelings. And not in a way that's powerless, but in a way where God gave us free will. These emotions that you choose you will also need to embrace some simple indisputable facts of the human experience. And that, of course, those emotions will need to kind of embrace the fact that life is 50% great and 50% terrible. 100% of the time, doesn't matter, you know, your your income level or what job you have or the friends that you have, 100% of the time, life is going to suck and be great at the same time, Right? So when you choose the energy that you want to operate from, you need to hold space that it's going to be 50% sucky because you're still a human living this human experience. This will take you from that imaginary space of wanting to feel peace all the time to instead maybe choosing that I want to be a person who operates from the energy of acceptance. I want to intentionally pursue acceptance which, by the way, friends, acceptance is not giving up, okay? Listen back to episode 36 if that's what just popped up for you, okay? So I want you to intentionally pursue emotions that sound like acceptance because acceptance is not always going to be comfortable, but it's going to be a hell of a lot more useful for you than operating out of the current energy of outrage and frustration, and it's a hell of a lot more realistic than operating from an energy of peace, okay? So for those of you that think you just want to be happy all the time, like cue the music, right? Let's just play this out. So pursuing happiness, it doesn't make sense if you want to be sad given a particular circumstance. What if you're the person who embarks on a weight loss mission, right? Because, damn it, you're having some knee pain. And what if you keep having knee pain even though you lost 50 pounds? Maybe you want to be sad about this. It wouldn't make sense for you to feel that sadness and then redirect your thoughts to creating this 
happy energy instead. Like, well, I want to be a person who's happy all the time, right? And I think that's where affirmations steer our world wrong and causes us to create this total fake silver lining to the dark black clouds that is the negative experience of being a human. That's where you're going to like put on these happy thoughts of, well, at least I have a knee, right? With this cheesy fake smile on your face. And that's how you turn into that weird, creepy person that nobody wants to hang out with. Choosing to be happy all the time, it's not a useful, intentional emotion. But instead, an emotion like choosing love It holds space for the fact that life inevitably is 50% terrible. I think if you lose 50 pounds and still have persistent knee pain, that is terrible. But what would it sound like to instead choose love if you have the circumstance of continued knee pain despite losing 50 pounds? You would probably need to be intentionally creating thoughts that sound like, Even with this continued knee pain, I'm going to keep moving and eating in the way that my body needs me to. That's how you're going to choose to operate from an energy of love. Because it's not always going to be comfortable. But man, it's going to be a hell of a lot more useful for you than operating from an energy of resentment or self-pity. And a hell of a lot more useful than operating from happiness. Because you're not happy about it. And let's just for the sakes of an example, let's say that you did your emotion audit and you're the person who with maturity (laughs) chose that I want to be a person who operates from love, acceptance and uneasiness on purpose. So I want to dig in really quick and let's figure out if those are actually the emotions that you primarily want to operate from. Ask yourself these questions. What would it look like and sound like to choose these emotions when life throws me circumstances? Does it look authentic? Does it align with the future version of myself that I want to be? You know, that person that you're living into. When your brain is offering up these automatic negative thoughts that are going to be there, that are creating your overwhelm and resentment and defeat, What would it sound like to then put in place thoughts that are going to create these emotions on purpose, the emotions of love and acceptance and uneasiness on purpose? When it comes to the relationships in your life, what would it look and sound like to pursue love on purpose? My mom doesn't always do what I want her to do, and that's okay. My friends don't call me as often as I want, and I'm willing to be the one who always reaches out first. Maybe that's what love will sound like for you. And maybe when it comes to your day-to-day actions, what would it look like if you were willing to embrace the energy of uneasiness without thinking that something has gone terribly wrong? What would it sound like to create uneasiness on purpose intentionally maybe it would sound like this cold plunge is gonna suck and I'm gonna do it anyway or maybe it's gonna sound like I don't want to get out of bed and 
Let's get up and work out anyway. That sounds like you intentionally creating uneasiness on purpose. Nobody wants to do a freaking cold plunge. Then nobody wants to get out of a warm bed to go do a hard workout. Of course not. But I want to be a person who embraces and operates from the space of uneasiness on a daily basis. That's who I want to be. That's the future person that I want to live into. Maybe when it comes to your job, what would it look and sound like to pursue acceptance? Right now, your subconsciously created work experience, it might sound like I'm never listened to. It's like I don't even matter. Nothing ever changes. It doesn't matter how hard I work in this place. It just remains a shit show, right? Maybe that's your subconsciously created experience right now. But maybe instead, what would it sound like for you to pursue acceptance? Maybe it would sound like, today I'm going to do what I can with what I've got. Or today isn't going the way that I want it to go. And that's okay. Tomorrow will hopefully be better. Right now, or maybe even later today, I really encourage each of you to spend some time finding the three emotions that you primarily operate from. And then I want you to intentionally decide the three emotions that you want to consciously create on purpose in your future. When you find yourself spinning in these classic unuseful emotions, I want you to use that. Use it as an opportunity to redirect your brain back to your useful emotions by consciously thinking those unintentional thoughts on purpose. And this is where you get to be onto yourself a little bit more because when you spend the time consciously noticing the emotions that you're operating from, you're going to be a little bit more onto yourself when you feel them. When you all of a sudden feel that frustration pop up or that cynicism pop up or that anger pop up, you're going to be like, I see you brain. I see what you're doing here. And you're just going to lovingly and consciously direct it to the person that you want to go. Oh, no brain. I know that we are usually cynical assholes. And today we're going to choose acceptance instead, right? What does that acceptance sound like? You are the author of your story. You're not the victim of the story that you're dealt. Friends, I want you, I need you to do this work and let me know in the comments which emotions you are going to choose on purpose. That's all I've got for today. Can't wait to talk to you next week, everyone. Bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.